This game riding niggas fake Got a couple M's hiding in the safe Imagination turned a Honda in a Wraith I was doing 80 on it in the state Trying to make it back before my class dark Country nigga never seen a passport Till I popped off and got a bag for it Now I'm at the dark sitting half court Watching Junior catch it off the bad boy Bill nigga never seen nothing Except a fucking triple bean jumping Good dope, leave a fiend crumping Made it out of gotta mean something Either you gon' hustle or that nigga Uncle Sam got your head re-enlisting Two six murder scene pumping Better leave it tucked again Oh my <clears throat> J. Cole Timbo Amari Cruise Control No better perfect combination than that As you already know if you're listening to my voice It's the boy Dev Cruz Sitting to my left the boy Dave Cruz And not last but not least Certainly not least the man behind the camera, the man, the myth, the legend, Benny. <laughs> Mr. Clean himself. What's up, fellas? How we feeling this week, man? How we feeling, y'all? What's the what's the vibe like, Dave? What's what we doing, man? Hey, listen, man. Okay. Another week. Yep. Episode 80. What did you say? Two. 82? 82. 82. Wow. Episode 82. We here. We are here. It's summertime. I got my knees out. That's crazy. You do got the shorts on. Got my knees out. You Did heard? you cut those shorts yourself? Like, were they. Nah, they was pre cut <laughs> from the store. Because they still got the frail, the, you know, the frizzy. That's the... a look. Oh, that is? Yeah, this is a vibe. Oh. My whole outfit's a vibe. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm feeling it, though. I, I'm not. You. And you got the long socks on, too. Yeah. What's that for? The long socks. That's for athleticism <laughs> to show that I have it. What's your what's your uh what's your what's your vert? Like if you just stood and jumped straight in the air? Um like if I don't warm up, I would say 36. 36 centimeters? Yeah, I, no. <laughs> inch inch. I got hops there. Y'all both know I was tough at ball. Yeah. I was a I was a local legend. They was good at basketball. I can't deny that. I was a local legend. They used to call me dribble. Right. I thought it was hops. And they used to, in the on the one court they called me hops, on the other court they called me dribble. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And you was this close to being on an one mixtape, right? Literally this close. <laughs> like the camera was like right here and my face was right here. That's crazy. And what happened? Why you never As soon as I walked in the frame they cut the camera off. <laughs> okay, okay. for the day. Yeah, yeah. But that- no, um, you know, I I feel very athletic. <laughs> So shout out to me and my socks. Shout out to athleticism. Um, real quick before we ask Benny how his weekend was, I just want to say, looks like you're slowing down. I think I've seen these before. Did I wear these on this? I don't think I wore these on the pod yet. I yeah, think, you have. Yeah, you have. I thought I wore the the Pokemon John. You were like these the throw up green ones. The throw up green. <laughs> Olive green. Nah, you nah. I you've worn these before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, shout out to me. I, I think my shoes look better than Dave's today, so I'll take that as a win. What you mean, bro? I got my Prestos on. <laughs> Presto change, yo. And no. I run so much faster in these. What's the What's the say on the front? Nike Air Presto. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Those are magicians. These Johns, listen. <laughs> make They feel super comfortable. I feel so athletic. Wow. 
Um, that might be the name. Yeah, that might. That flag. Benny has on the same clothes he has since he started being on the podcast. <laughs> wear the same leg every week. This is uniform. No, he don't. That's different. That's different. He's wearing all black. Y'all never seen this t-shirt before. He got seventeen of them t-shirts. Seventeen of them jeans. Seventeen of them sneaks. They all come pretty dirty like that too. <laughs> it's a look. L-E-W-K <laughs> My bad, Benny How's you your weekend been? Yeah, you didn't even ask Benny about his week It was good, it was good I spent some time with the fam this weekend Okay Nice That's What'd you do? where you go? Um, took my little sister out to the arcade Ooh okay. Arcade and Benny was in his bag What you was on? What 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 um Time crisis What games you was on? So they got this Corny coin pusher game But it gives you a ton of tickets So we were spamming that John The John it, it like You drop your coin And then it It yeah, just yeah. adds to the legacy of coins Until yep. it, it drops the big tower Yeah Did you get the tower of coins? Yeah we got the tower Oh snap How many coins it took you though? Cause that's where the scam comes in Yeah You put like, in like six dollars worth of coins That's true It was more like twenty bucks worth Really? You was there that long? Yeah it was there for a minute. Cause it's all quarter work <laughs> Yeah Bang. Bling, bling, bling. 20 bling, bucks bling, worth bling. of quarters Yeah so 20 bucks gets you 100 tokens <laughs> And we spent all 100 on that damn game But they, they made out They got like uh, 5,000, 6,000 tickets From the one John From that machine Yeah. So they was able to get a Chinese finger trap <laughs> Yeah A <laughs> um, hand that sticks when you fling it like this <laughs> Grab a paper And moon shoes <laughs> Cause that's all like to get an Xbox, you needed ninety thousand tickets or whatever. Yo, twenty thousand tickets. Funny enough, I I did that one time. You got like an, an Xbox? Xbox, an Xbox. It took like so. Our, How did you do this? So Mitch, uh, people who don't know Mitch is one of my best friends. Shout he, out to Mitch. He didn't have an Xbox at the time, and mm-hmm. he was working at Dave and Buster's. So there was this one game that I just got really good at. So like I would just come back like, and it took me like two or three days. But what game was this? It was like a it was like the stopper one where you had to stop it and the lights would go around in a circle. Mm-hmm. It was broke, like they there was a cheat to it. So like I caught the I caught the cheat. So I just I kept hitting jackpot every time. Guys, I kept hitting jackpot and eventually we got him the Xbox. So how many tickets did that take? Shunjo, <laughs> two days worth of tickets. God damn! I did how much money? Um. He was so he was providing the the cards like the swipe cards. Oh, he was paying free. He, he was no, he was paying for it. Uh-huh. But he was providing it for me, so I never know how much money he spent on it. Because that's really I like, would have to ask him. Essentially, you're paying money for the tokens to then play the game to then win yeah. tickets to eventually get whatever the prize is. Yeah. So that's really how you got to look at it. Like, how much money did I pay essentially for an Xbox or? Whatever gift you got, yeah, it was a it took it took a while, dude. Like it did, but you know, eventually he got it, and then we were like in high school still, so we were. Do able you ever to- wonder like the money, the amount of money that was spent on buying tickets or tokens could have just been put towards the Xbox? Nah, because people were giving him cards too, so mm-hmm. like he he was people liked them there, like customers that went there, so they would if he was cool with them, talk with them. Some people were like, hey, look, just take the hey, rest. Look, of- you look like you need an Xbox. <laughs> How do you break dancing for uh, how do you look like you're tokens? <laughs> but no, he, he eventually we did win this. So shout out to me performing for tokens. He had a bunch of uh, <laughs> he had a bunch of drums, drum cans <laughs> <laughs> with the hat up front and all that. How was the we drum sound? Cards and how did <laughs> I want to play a drum <laughs> and Dave's noise come out? <laughs> 
Yeah, we having too much fun too early on this episode, man. That's Dave. a good weekend, though. You went to the arcade. I'm a big kid now. <laughs> Where you went to uh, Chuck E. Cheese? Nah, nah. There's uh, some place called Ultra Zone in Ben Salem, I think it's. Oh. I've heard of that place. I've never heard of Ultra Zone. It's like an arcade slash um, laser tag joint. You didn't do laser tag? Nah, nah. Come on. What, what's the come on? He's a grown man. Laser tag is tough. It's tough, but like. Shooting um, little kids. <laughs> I can be a laser sniper. <laughs> this boy with his shorts ah. on. With his shorts on. He's the biggest target in laser tag. Everybody get points off nope. of him. Everybody pad is the same size. I don't got a bigger pad Everybody get, I'm a bigger bull. Everybody get points off of him. He got to get the triple XL pads. <laughs> this is a giant button on his chest. You ever go to the... Uh, you ever go to the boardwalk and the, they got the paintball and they got the one boy in the suit running around? And you, <laughs> that's Dave during laser tag. It just... <laughs> <laughs> All the points <laughs> Shoot the target That's funny y'all <laughs> That's very funny Shout out to Dave and his, He's athletic today though So we can't He's slowly losing weight though Benny After this we're going to the arcade <laughs> And what we doing We're going to see who's the best <laughs> We're going to each we each going into a laser tag Private match Just us three Okay See who comes out on top Pause <laughs> Hey <laughs> Benny, listen here, man. We got it. We got to jump back into this episode, episode eighty-two here on the Cruise Control. As we do every episode, we got to talk about last week's top five, top five most annoying events to go to. Now, listen, it was a good top five. A lot of votes came through. Shout out to everybody who watched the episode, who listened in on the socials. Great and, show last week, and took and uh, voted. Thank you again. Keep voting. Keep commenting. I heard my bonnet was a big hit. The bonnet was funny. You know, I um, mean, that's just my life. Alright <laughs> Finish my sentence <laughs> No but, go ahead Go ahead host. No, Shout out Shout yeah, out to, You can host now Shout out to <laughs> Shout out to everybody Who voted And who tuned in And who watched Please keep watching Please keep voting Fellas we always talk About our accolades here Our, our last uh, clip Is almost at a thousand views So Big shout out to uh, <laughs> Benny's editing skills He's the boy You feel me Doing a great job <laughs> Can I talk? Go ahead. My lifestyle. <laughs> so listen, if we go through the votes, mm-hmm. I'm seeing here, I got one for Dave. I got one for both of us. So put that two to Ooh, one. Ties. Another one for Dave. Yes. One for me. Another one for Dave. Yes. Another one for me. Then we got somebody that said. Is anybody counting? Huh? Right now you're up by one. Okay. And we got another one that says, Dave, you screwed yourself with that list. So he gave the points to me. That's a vote for none. What? If you could tie, you could do neither. That's not conclusive. Benny, what's the verdict? Uh, Yeah, that's too up in the air for me. If somebody says your list is bad, wouldn't you just say that's... No. That's not a ringing endorsement for you. Your events were... Oh, my God. Then we go to the YouTube page. My vote's for Devin. Even though I get tired of a lot of kids' birthday parties. I still vote for Devin. And then we got another tie. So I think that... Ed, that no, no, no. Because no, that tie... Shout out to K. Voted for me via text. Yo, he be doing this <laughs> shit all the time. Yo. Dev, you know people text us too. Yeah. That's so much <laughs> People text us. K- Charles texted me. <laughs> Trevor. Yo, 
Show me K's message. Charles mess- Trevor. Show me K's message and then we'll, um, we'll end it. I'll give you the win. Um, Jacquees texting me. <laughs> this boy. I Shout hate out him. to Jacquees. <laughs> Salute. Who they vote for? Me. <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying I won them? No. It's you a, won? It's a tie right now but with the vote. You counted the one that said, Dave, you, you screwed yourself? That was You counted that for you? No, no, no. When, we, when that one was said... Y'all said that it was nothing. Who cares? What, who, who? It's a tie. Okay. Then when we do this week's top five, whoever punches the other first <laughs> in the face gets to go. No, nah, Benny will end the tie. First. Oh, Benny. Oh, okay. Damn it. Don't back down from it. This is like an arcade game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the towering uh, put, coins. Put your coin in the person that you like the most. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> what is going on today? <laughs> I know many guys can know. Can't make it. All right, so I'm gonna give it to Dave. Keep the win streak going. I'll accept. I'll accept. I don't like I'll accept defeat. I'll accept defeat. Dave took it this week. That's shout out to all kids. That's to hate you. That's to, <laughs> if there's one thing you learn from this episode. <laughs> All the controllers and, and the cruise control. Pop. I thought mine were really good. We kid, kids. kid events truly be annoying, especially your birth. And I think that's the one that got me the most votes when I said your birth was number one. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. I did ask people. I was like, did that come off as mean? Uh, but I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. It's just, it is what it is. But Dave takes it back to back weeks. Shout out to Dave. Now, you know how it goes. I hate doing this. <laughs> I have to come over across the chest, man. Dave gets to pick who goes first this week on this week's top five. But Dave, we had our little fun. We had we talked about our top five from last week. We got to get into this episode. I don't have Dave. little fun. I have big fun. We have don't to minimize my stuff. <laughs> I hate when people do that. We have you did your little email over there. We have adequate amount yeah, of fun. Shorts on. <laughs> you do got little shorts on. Um, let's get into this week. <laughs> Let's get into what? <laughs> Let's get into this week's episode. Let's go. Dave, Benny, we had so much music drop this week. I'm surprised that we wasn't texting each other in the group chat, snapping. Like, the top artist of today is is dropping music, and we hear Silento. We silent as a mouse right now, man. Maybe for good reason. No, we're going to figure that out right now. Dave, Benny. Yes. During the week. Mm-hmm. If I tell y'all right now, Beyonce and Kendrick got together and dropped the song, how would y'all like? What's the instant reaction to that, John? Like two titans in the music industry, two up here, like a tier upper echelon musicians, artists, the Beehive with PGL Lang. Like what's 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 the vibe like? <laughs> a yawn. That wasn't my response. No, no. <laughs> um, actually, yeah, that's kind of my response, right? Oh wait, wait, really? Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I never was the the biggest Beyonce fan, to be honest. Yikes! Yeah, I respect her. I'm just not. I like Beyonce. I like Beyonce, but they gonna come <laughs> if there's a Beehive listening. They gonna they coming for you, Dave. No, nah, I just it's just what it is. Not everybody has to like Beyonce like that. She's, I always had this theory that her breath stinks. Okay, <laughs> let's elaborate on that a little bit. Right. Why? Because when somebody like is perceived as so perfect, I think my brain naturally tries to find one flaw, one flaw, and I think hers might be halitosis breath. <laughs> I just have a feeling that she might have bad breath. 
<laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Is that weird? <laughs> I mean, I, I never. If I met her, I'd be like, "How are you?" <laughs> I never got close enough to Beyonce to smell her breath, but what I can say is that her and Kendrick dropped a song this week, and you this heard it? I did hear it. Did you I have not heard it? Okay, no. Dave's first time. Betty. I don't. I don't want to. It, it. Yeah. You heard it. You heard it. Yeah. Initial reaction. Is it clean without without, re- without revealing too much to Dave? Just like, how did you feel about it? Um, a little disappointed. A little di- okay. We'll so keep- it's not making the Saturday house cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not. We will not be sweeping floors to this song. But check it in, Dave. This song is called "America Has a Problem." It's, mm. it's a remix to, I believe, this song was already released on Beyonce's last album, Renaissance. I didn't hear that either. <laughs> you didn't hear Renaissance. Nah, uh, I missed out on Renaissance too. It, I heard it. it I, it's got a vibe to it. it got a, it got a, a. So this is a remix to a song on there. And Kendrick hopped on the remix. Okay. So let me play this song. Yeah, for let's you. check into it. It's called "America Has a Problem." Beyonce featuring Kendrick. Let me up real quick, Dave. It is a all the way. Turbo line watcher, PG lane collar, 9-11 slider, look at my garages, zinc up, get the genie at the bottle, and point at any model. Ghosting, fuck it up, ghosting, fuck it up, ghosting, that's what's up, ghosting. Hey, boo too much complexity to learn me from Google. My mama told me that the money outgrew you. My horoscope said I'm really on my noodle. I'm troubling, I'm puzzling, it's a duco. Say, yes, America got a problem. Geeked up, choosy lover that chose violence. Universal. Mama! Oh, you not. I'm a businessman doing that's follow. Truthfully, I be lying in my rap song. Cause I always I'm not gonna listen to the whole thing. His career didn't come with no life insurance. I wanted you to play it out because people were saying that he was talking crap about somebody. If she stressed over you, she stressed over lowered it on the part that he was. Wait a minute. AI got to practice cloning Kendrick. I can't focus for that long. We're doing a pod. Wait, Dave, what's, what you mean you can't focus for that long? Yeah, like I want to talk. <laughs> I don't want to just sit there and listen to. You're supposed to. That's what you're supposed to do, though. You're supposed to listen to the whole thing. The whole, at least his part. No, Dev, that's not how this works. First of all, we 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 simulcast on YouTube. You can't play whole songs on YouTube. We're not we're playing a So we gotta chop it up so as to not get flagged for copyright infringement. So I'm gonna interrupt it. Okay. Have part way into a song. I'm not gonna play a whole hundred minute and thirty seconds. So what so how did you feel about it? I'm sorry that? that I have to give you all this peek behind the curtain here in this podcast world. But our stupid friend over here <laughs> doesn't understand. He wants to play a whole song and be like, react. I'm just trying to play the part that people was talking about so we can react to the main part. We can then double back to that. (laughs) Do I have to teach you how to host this Wearing shorts with long socks is crazy, and he's over here talking cock out of me. (laughs) Okay, so... That's crazy. Next week, his socks are going to be up to here. (laughs) Like, come on, man. So, um... Go ahead, react now. You got your little 30 seconds of the song. You a podcaster. (laughs) Go go, go react. So, uh... (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. I'm not with it. <laughs> All of that to say you're not with it. I'm not with it. It was. It was. It was too. Um, too Kendricky. But Kendrick is tough, though. There is such a thing as too Kendricky. Let me explain. Kendrick is is a, obviously one of the best rappers, right? But the reason why I like J Cole more than Kendrick for this generation's best overall rapper <laughs> is because Kendrick will have these moments like this verse. Where he his his style and his flair that he puts on his lyricism is a little bit too much to the point where it starts to become a little incomprehensible. Like he's rapping fast, saying it in that weird 
accent that he got that's like West Coast smart or whatever. And then he, um, you don't really know what he's talking about. He'd be talking in codes. Is anybody listening to me right now? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> no, I'm listening. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna let you get your, get a, I, I feel totally different. We had this episode before where I argued for Kendrick. So obviously people know I'm a bigger Kendrick fan than I am J. Cole. I'm just gonna let you get the stuff off your chest and then I'm gonna react. Well, oh, that's my, that's my early take. Just, just from hearing that verse one time, it just, it didn't hit me the same way. Like some verses with Kendrick, you really understand what he's trying to say. And it's like, oh, that was tough. And then some of you be like, <laughs> what? <laughs> he just keeps yelling, llama. Is that how, llama? Benny, how did you, how did you feel? Yeah, it felt misplaced, the the verse. It like, felt misplaced? Yeah, like a. In, in, what, in what way? Like he didn't fit. He didn't fit on that Beyonce track. So he should have just did. I agree completely with the, it's too Kendricky. Like he, he tried to fit in what he normally does into this track instead of. Doing what the track is asking for, right, right. So you, but what? Uh, he should have went more. And the Kendrick is my favorite artist right now. Period. So right, it's hard for me to say this, but that John was boo boo. <laughs> it's hard for me to say. <laughs> <laughs> he shed a tear saying that. He could do better, yo. I feel it. I feel you on that one. Um, I agree. I do. I do think that. Uh, his his uh, his style was a little off. This is uh, did you, you none of y'all listen to the album? You said right, her last album, Beyonce Renaissance, was like what Drake did with Honestly, Nevermind. Did y'all listen to that? Yeah, I did. Research, so Honestly, Nevermind and um, Renaissance were like disco albums. You could say like a lot more dancey vibe, a lot more club music. Mm-hmm. So this is. Beyonce allowing Kendrick to get onto a club song that they could probably play. You know, it's going to get some tunes. It's going to, because the beat originally, you could see yourself dancing to it as very club, like, yeah. whatever. So I do understand that. But I think what he said and the lyrics to it were good. I just think, like, you, I just think that it was just a club song and Kendrick's really not a, you don't play his music really at a club. Some of it you do. His older stuff you could play at a club, yeah. but not like a dance club where you break dancing and spin on your head and stuff like that. You're not playing this. This is going to be on the World of Dance Instagram page. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar and some Spanish John Pop Lock into the, to his lyrics. <laughs> That's basically what he's looking to do. <clears throat> Why would Kendrick be pop locking? No, I said some Spanish John pop locking his oh. lyrics on the World of Dance Instagram page. <laughs> Do y'all want to hear the Beyonce part or y'all? I'm good. <laughs> I'll stay. Was there you said somebody talked about somebody? Yeah, so so Kendrick talks in here. He's uh he says, uh, truthfully, I be lying in my rap songs because I always fail to mention I slap homie. His career didn't come with no life insurance. Hope his day one fans got some facts on him. And people were saying that that was a subtle jab at Drake. Because they've been saying that him and Drake have been like, you know. Saying Drake needs life insurance? Yeah, like saying like he'll kill Drake. Like in a, like beat, like in a beef, like if they rapped against each and other. And said his day one fans need to what? Slap him? What no, have some facts on him. Have some facts on him. Yeah. Hope his day one fans got some facts on him. Hmm. Does it does kind of sound like he's talking about a specific person? Yeah, because it's not. You know how you could tell a rapper's like just rapping to rappers in general. Exactly. But it sounds like he's saying to someone. But there's no 
incriminating uh, piece there that makes it point out. Like, there's no subtle hint at somebody. Yeah. What's the first letter of each word? Does it spell out Drake somehow? <laughs> D-R-A-K-E. <laughs> was that in tune with lit letters I feel like you gotta like Easter egg it now <laughs> Kendrick, Kendrick is crazy like that though he like do. he will do him and Cole they be doing stuff like he that he will do some like quadruple entendre thing that is embedded in the first letter of each word or something <laughs> it spells out Drake in Latin <laughs> Drake sucks <laughs> alright so we not we off of America has a problem the cruise control must have a problem with this song because they don't want to hear it no yeah, more. Yeah, I'm not. Play it for like 10 more seconds. All right. This is the Beyonce part that's coming up. Yeah, nah. <laughs> you that's not even, it. You didn't even lower the music to fade it out. <laughs> he just stopped it. That's not it. <laughs> That's not it. All right. If y'all hated me for that one, if y'all can't stand Kendrick and Beyonce, y'all going to really hate me for this next one I'm about to pull up. <laughs> Here we go. I smell something white in the air. <laughs> I smell it. So, Dave, Benny. Smells like cauliflower. What you guys, what you guys probably been seeing on social media. Well, Benny doesn't have a social media, but if you're, you know, even if you're just on the internet in general, every home you're at the arcade, every homepage, everything. Mm-hmm. There's one artist who's blowing the hell up right now, all over. Taylor Swift, right? So she's blowing up. Obviously, her concert's getting sold out. Um, a bunch of videos going around about her and her concert that she came to Philly, shut it down. Mad accidents and, and, and white girl rumbles. That was annoying. It was crazy in annoying. Philly. It was crazy in Philly. She sold out Lincoln Financial Field. Not only the inside. Three times. Not only the inside, but the parking lot. <laughs> she sold out everywhere, like the vicinity of Lincoln they Financial. They paid for the parking lot? You got to pay for parking. <laughs> <laughs> she, didn't get, she didn't get revenue off that, though. She might have, bro. They might have cut her a little check. Anyway, she sold out everywhere, right? So with this Dad, sep- hold on Before you move on <laughs> I can't understate How annoying that was Did y'all see like All the footage Yeah From when she came to Philly For the concert One of, one of my friends no. her, One of her videos Went viral I, I was seen showing videos Dave. People was on the sub Just a truck a, a, a cart full of white girls Just singing her song They was in their bag too right Everybody had like Bedazzled sparkly outfits Yeah Yeah With the hair and all that Yeah <laughs> It was just like, what is this? It's cultish. It's, 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 and her music is weak. <laughs> you don't be on a sub singing hurt like that music. She has, Dave, she's done something that hasn't been done in a while. She has taken a whole, all like all white girls. She has got them in her hand right now. Every single one. Every single, hand. I literally think every single white, every single one. Because if you look at the videos that were posted... <sighs> Can you? It's like where's Waldo when it comes to anybody who's not a white girl. <laughs> it was serious. Like where's Ralph Waldo Emerson? <laughs> yeah, Ralph Waldo. That was tough. That was so corny. That was tough. So Taylor. So what she does is in the middle of this tour, she re-releases. <laughs> she re-releases. So she re-releases an album. Uh huh. Uh, Midnight. 
Right. So never what, heard it. Huh? Never heard it. So what Taylor's doing now, which I commend her for because she's getting her money. Yeah. But she Let's commend her. She now owns all of her music. So she's re-releasing her album so she can get that money back that the company was making off of her. And she's getting it back tenfold. She's making a lot of money off of it. So anybody who's getting their money, I shout out to you. You know what you got to do. She owns her music now. But with saying that, in mm-hmm. order to kind of push the agenda a little more, she started adding features onto these songs. Mm. So Songs that been, that been that she had been done. She had been done, but now she's re-releasing them. So who else but Ice Spice hopped on a Taylor Swift song? Mm. Now before you play that Could you please just lick your lips <laughs> Why are you looking at my lips like that dude Because we are recording I gotta teach you how to pod today clearly So first I'm teaching you about how to play songs Now don't play two minutes of this 30 second <laughs> chunks And I'm lowering it if it gets longer than 30 seconds <laughs> And lick your lips every time Alright <laughs> They Stop playing with me, I'll hurt one two three I swear to god <laughs> Cause you looking hurt right now Yo relax Alright I'm gonna play this song And you're gonna relax Alright let's song. hear it Let's hear it Alright I'm just looking out for you bro It's alright man Karma is the name of the song Taylor Swift Ice Spice It's called Karma You need some Karma With a K Karma is that girl like You talking shit For the hell of it Addicted to betrayal But you're relevant That's not it <laughs> I'm shopping at Kohl's listening to that song. <laughs> Yo, Carl. <laughs> that joint weak. Ice Spice is on that on that beat. You ready? Does it change? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fast forward to Ice Spice part. I'm a fast forward to Ice Spice. Here we go. All right, I'm gonna play it. Your text about a bounce. Karma is a fire in your house. And she bought a pop up and announce. And she never leaving you alone. Watch her put your ops on a throne. Got you waving pretty white flags. Feeling for that cash. Thinking it'll save ya. Now you switching up your behavior. It's okay, baby. You ain't gotta worry. Karma never gets lazy. So I keep my head up, my bread up. I won't let her. Never. Promise that you'll never endeavor with none lesser. Ever, ever. I be dragging that wagon. Karma is a beauty. Winning that pageant. No, <laughs> just no, man. Dave, your eyes is watering up. It was so beautiful that you just you can't hold from crying. What's going on? She really said "gra" <laughs> on a Taylor Swift track. <laughs> Yo, I knew you was a munch when you walked in. <laughs> Yo, I knew. <laughs> What's funny is like I'm wondering what's he thinking about and out of all the words that he could have thought about <laughs> Cry <laughs> Cause like it's just, 
It don't fit, yo. <laughs> It's like it's like pasting together a, a ransom note. It's just all these different <laughs> pieces of letters from different magazines to p- to patch this together. What is that? So my so I'm dragging a wagon. She sound like when I be rapping is, the um, top five freestyle. She before, she was drag. She is before dragging, we do our top five. She was dragging a wagon though. Yeah, but she got a stupid little curly fro, a little orange fro. Yeah, she got a wagon though. She's weak. She got a wagon. <laughs> I can't stress Who enough. Who wrote those lyrics? Her wagon. That was Ice Spice. You a bag? Ice Spice? She got a wagon. I'm not saying like. Um, that's not your thing. You'd be like, yeah. What, wagons? <laughs> You're like, yeah. Come on, Dave. Rock me like a wagon wheel, man. I know I like wagons. Karma is a flat bus. <laughs> yeah. That, that is. That was. Oh, my God. Well, go ahead. I'll let y'all. There's nothing to react to. That was, that was pure diarrhea out of my butthole. That was audio diarrhea. Nobody wants to listen to that. That was Ice Spice. Karma is a munch. <laughs> she did all the gras. Yo. Taylor Swift should have did a gra. She could have. Karma There's- is my gra. <laughs> There's still like a minute and a half left to that song. She could have did a cry at the end of it. No, don't play it because we're gonna get copyright flag. <laughs> that's Podcasting gonna be one That's gonna be David's excuse anytime you don't want to hear a song. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna start using that now. <laughs> copyright infringement. Copyright infringement. Cry, cry. Yeah, people who I've talked to who are big Taylor Swift fans say they weren't even a fan of this song. They yeah. said it's like it was pure cry, cry. They felt like. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That was funny. They said they felt like like Ice Spice did a verse, and then when she sent the verse into the producer, or whatever, he just like tried his best to mix it into mm. whatever the beat was, which it kind of sounds like. It sounds like she just wanted to do a verse, almost like they manipulated the pitch in the um, a little bit, yeah. Pace that was probably AI. Yeah, it was AI it's Ice pro- Spice. <laughs> AI, AI Ice Spice, and then they performed as live. Mm-hmm. Like the same day that she dropped this out, al- this album, they did it like live on stage, and it was garbage. <laughs> so the f- your uh, what, what was the fan reaction from the Taylor Swift diehards? What they called Swifties or whatever? Swifties, yeah. They wasn't feeling this. N- Nobody was. You thought I was feeling this? Yeah. This song is a munch. So she did two. She did two songs, but I'm gonna spare us the second song. Karma <sighs> <laughs> is my boyfriend. Karma is my boyfriend. Because the second song that she did was called Snow on the Beach, and that was uh, Lana Del Rey. And they said that John was tough. They, Snow on the Bluff. Snow on the Bluff, right? They were talking about Coke. And they said that John was good. But, no. I won't. I won't. I won't do it. I won't. I hate it. those collaborations. The ones that just don't make sense. It's like very clearly two famous entities got together like, oh, we... Might as well, but it really don't musically make sense. Sometimes it works. For though. Taylor Swift and Ice Spice. Sometimes it works. Taylor, I've Sh- already said Taylor Swift. She talks way too proper to be on any verse with a, any song with a hip hop artist. Well, Taylor, kind. no, because Taylor Swift, if y'all remember, she did a joint with Kendrick, and she's a huge fan of Kendrick. Like she came out and said it. She listens to all of his albums. She's a big fan of Kendrick. So when they did a song together, it was that joint Bad Blood? You remember that? That yeah. Kendrick and, and it was a good it was a good mix of them together. Well, and I think that just speaks to Kendrick as a rapper. Like he can, 
he can he he's gonna make something of a song even if it's corny he'll he'll put himself you know he got a good flow good lyrics whatever so it work it can work I think it could work it's just Ice Spice is not that she's not up there in, in the hip hop world I don't I disagree I don't think it could work I think some artists just don't need to be doing that crossover thing and her her music is so um like cauliflower Brussels sprouty. Bal- she can't balsamic she can't, vinegar. She can't try to add some soul food to it. You just can't. It's too. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it is. It don't mix. It doesn't feel right. Start the song from the beginning. I want to prove my point. Okay. Here we go. Restart it. Girl, like. Right there. What? Taylor Swift's opening line. Like that don't sound. That don't even sound natural to her. She wouldn't say that in in. You talking about Ice Spice wouldn't say that. No, Taylor Swift. Oh, she wouldn't talk like that. Talking shit for the hell of it. It just sounds like not. You know what I mean? It's like when you hear somebody curse who don't ever curse. Mm. It feels stupid and awkward. So having a, a hip hop verse on your song, it just feels awkward. Let her be what she's gonna be for the fans that she has, but we don't need this. That that's that's my take. We don't need this crossover. Well, look, I'm a I'm a spare you and Betty. Right. We're gonna move on from this one. Um, let's 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 wipe our ears off for this uh, oh Taylor Swift. I'm gonna try to wipe your memories off of this karma. And you know I can't. You put me through this torture every week. It feels like now. All right, here's here's eighty two episodes of this. So let's 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 get into some good music. All right, let's get into some good music. Let's let's get into a topic that. Uh, just dropped this week something that's very relevant to the cruise control something that we've actually done on the ep- on the episodes before but this is more expanded mm-hmm. what's that dave did you hear that what is the name of the let me see uh i forgot the name the name is not hitting me it was on uh oh rap caviar i'm sorry they did a top 50 greatest Hip hop beats of all time. I don't know if you heard about it, Benny. I don't know if you heard about it either I this hear week. About this. Well, Benny's not on social media, so I know Benny probably wouldn't have heard about it. But it's uh, rap caviar delivered to his house. <laughs> <laughs> the magazine. <laughs> he reads it on his uh, sun deck. So, um, top fifty beats of all time. Mm-hmm. Very controversial topic. Hip hop. Hip hop beats. I'm sorry. Hip hop beats of all time. Very controversial topic. Um, obviously people have their Anytime own Anytime he does a top 50 whatever It's always going to be it's Very opinionated right But I'm, I'm going to be honest with you Dave I'm, I'm looking at this list mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know bro So let me let me read you off Let me read you guys off the top what, 5 or 10 Which one you Which one would y'all rather hear You guys are well versed in hip hop Just to get a Just to get a sense of 10 Top 10 Yeah let's do All right. 10 Starting off at number 10, Get Your Freak On, Missy Elliott. Number 9, Sicko Mode, Travis Scott featuring Drake. Number 8, Still Tippin', Mike Jones, Paul Wall, Slim Thug. Mm. Number 7, That's All cool. About the Benjamins. Yes. Classic. 6, Power by Kanye. Number 5, Amelie, Lil Wayne. 4, Who Shot Ya, Biggie. 3, Grindin' by The Clips, obvious. 2, Shook Ones Part 2, which is... I've said it before, my favorite beat of all time in hip-hop. And coming in at number one for the greatest beat of all time in hip-hop, still D.R.E., Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg. Thoughts on the top ten? 
Anything stick out? Um, Shook One belongs on there. Uh, mm. Benny with the pause. He's not. He's not. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm not really feeling. He's not filling his list. Pregnant pause. That's the only one you think is in, is top ten worthy. No, I mean, still Dre. It belongs on top ten, but I don't know about number one. Um, Benny just wants this John to say Aphrodite. All, all <laughs> ten of all them. All ten tracks to say Aphrodite. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sicko mode don't belong on no top 10. Get that out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Palakaye. Grind, grinding is, is should be on there. Grinding is a top five. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, what? It's... <sighs> what? It's classic, but it's like... It's cl- it's classic. I just Come don't know on. if it's sophisticated enough of a beat to put it in the top can I get, 10. Can I get t- 10 seconds of it real quick? You unmute it? Whatever, yeah. We know yo, the beat. We all yo. did it on the uh, lunch team. I go by the That's why it's so iconic. Everybody was doing this beat. And I just want to let y'all know. Yeah, Dave, like, come on, man. That beat is crazy. That beat is very it's simple. Yeah. And for that to be a Pharrell beat or a Neptune's beat, like it doesn't have the intricacy that so many of their other beats have. Y'all, y'all. It's that bass and a clap. That's it. I don't know. It's simple, right? Am I? Yeah, I'm that, not bugging off that. Nice. I don't. So, so y'all would have put it in your top ten? No. It to me, it depends on what. How are you categorizing these, or how are you um, qualifying beats to be on this list? Because I think if you look through the rest of their fifty, and we can we can go through it, we can actually talk yeah, about yeah, of course, of more course. of them. But I feel like they had a specific angle going into this list, in that they wanted to touch. Different deck, um, different, uh, what's it called? Errors of the music. Yeah. Different regions. So they wanted to have it kind of be a spread and have it feel a little eclectic so that there was a universality to it so that people from the South wouldn't feel like you didn't put no South beats or people so, from current rap wouldn't feel like you didn't put no new artists. But that's where I would agree that, like, for me, that don't cut it. If it's that universal approach, I don't like it. So out of my top, out of the top 10 for me personally, I was I was more um, I guess shocked you could say by sicko mode I don't think that belongs up there and I'm gonna keep it real like how are we feeling about still tipping tough beat is that John a classic is it up there is it top ten worthy uh, I don't know if I would put it in ten it might be a top twenty because it is a super unique beat with a unique sound. And um, I actually can I play it real quick? Or? Yeah, let me hear. I mean, it. that beat is flames. I think I gotta unmute it real quick. Let me hear it. That John is tough. That's a delicious beat. <laughs> that John is delicious. But, Ain't that the John that J. Cole fried on that on that freestyle yeah, too? Uh, freestyle. But what I was gonna say about the um the grinding beat is Benny said it. He used the word classic. It's a classic, very well known beat. Is it intricate or sophisticated enough to be considered a top ten beat? Is the question. Because here's another one in the top ten that I thought was questionable. Power being in there. 
Power's not Kanye's best beat. To be the only Kanye joint in there, too? It's a, it's a popular one. It's probably a more well-known one, maybe, um, in terms of mass appeal and the universal fan base, but is it his best beat? No. You know what, I'm, you know what I mean? Kanye's, he's made so many other beats that had more intricacy to them. I think Diamond's got to be Kanye's best beat. I mean, there's a, Stronger is, a, is probably a better beat. Stronger might be Kanye's best beat. I think diamonds, but if we if we continue though, their disrespect like yo, how does the RZA not make a top ten beat anything of all time? Yeah, that's a fact. Y'all want to know when the Wu Tang comes in on this on this list at number twelve with this? That nigga won, yeah. No, this is a top. This is a top. This might be a top five for me. Cash fruit cream. Because this is one of them beats that like it, if you were to look up hip hop in a dictionary, this is among the the um. Yeah, montage that they would play of hip hop. Like this is crazy. This is a hip. This is a hip hop this defining. Is this is twelve. Yeah. This is twelve. Sicko mode in yeah. front of this. Yeah, in front of this. Yeah, I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times And then, and then, like on here, we've talked about this beat before. Like to see where he got it from, and to like see the process of where this beat was created, like. I, come on, man. There's no way you're going to put sicko mode in front of this, John. Where was New York State of Mind? Uh, Another one that I think should be top five might be one. New York State okay. of Mind was 26. No, that's disrespect. <laughs> now, this song, now, in front of that, in 25, was a song called Lucini by Camp Low. Have you ever heard this song? Lucini. Lucini, have you yes. ever heard it? Is it tough? Play it. This is it. What? This is it. What? Lucini pouring from the sky. Let's get rich. What? The GG Vance and Sugar Dance can't quit. What? Now pop the caucus in the Vega and get lit. What? What? Introducing Phantom of the dark Walk through my heaven With levitation From defense Drenching defense And these seven Showboating with Rube That's a great beat That is a good beat Alright But I don't think it's at 25 I don't think it's better Than the DJ Premier New York State of Mind beat Yeah to, For Premier to not have A beat in the top 10 Nuts Nuts Yeah Alright so We keep going Um I mean Uh What, what was the other Johns Amelia's uh, up there Cause that's, that's classic And it's a great beat <sighs> That's one of them. I, what did I tell you the other day? I was like, the mark of a great beat is how many rappers choose to do like a freestyle over. If you go and look up BET freestyles or whatever, them beats that you just hear over and over, or, or you know artists have done like ten different remixes on it. Yeah, that's a t- and a Millie's one of them beats. That's why to me, like shook ones is because like shook ones is is the best beat in hip hop ever. Anytime you hear somebody freestyle on the radio, or you when they used to freestyle on the radio, yeah, somebody's playing shook ones. Eminem put that joint in the Eight Mile movie. It's just iconic. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't and know. That, that could fight for number one. That could legit. Yeah, to one. me, that's number one. If we keep going down the list, um, Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See by Buster Rhymes at number 19. That's a little low for that beat. That, that beat, beat is... is... Everybody catching up his leg. Everybody making one of those. Peter is down. Bust a bus. It won't exist. Hot <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yo, this beat is so good. Check it out. Get 
Mickey with no delaying. So what you saying, yo? Uh, and then he fried it. I'm Emily with the dilly, yo. What? When I be on the mic, it's like my dilly, yo. While up in the club, like we wild. Yo, you know studio. I always wonder. Yeah, like crazy. when you when you hear a classic beat like this and you're a rapper, like what's the first thing that comes to you? Like I wonder if you're like you just start writing instantly. I think I would have to. Uh, do laps around the studio real quick to understand what's about to happen to this John. Like this is a crazy beat, and hearing it for the first time is like that's a beautiful moment with the stank face. Yeah, that you. I think that's what happens. You just get this. You just be like, oh my gosh, that's disgusting. How much? How much for this beat? Um, like gra gra. Let's keep, <laughs> let's keep going. Dreams and nightmares comes in at twenty nine. Philly classic meat mill. Um, I'm not with that. For for I'm Benny, because I know I know Benny's a future fan. At number thirty four, they have Mask Off by Future. Man, it's, it's can, a great can you beat. actually? I feel like we skipped a ton. Can you just like name them? Just read. Oh, just go through it. Okay, yeah. I got you. Um, Where I, do we start? At eleven, we stop. Uh, so nothing but a G thing, and I'm going from ten down. So ten classic beat. Uh, Cream, the message should be higher. The uh, message from who? Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. This John. I'm about to catch another fight. This will maybe be a little further back for me. Maybe at 20, 25. I would definitely put it in my top 50. But I don't know if I like you said. I don't know if I put it in the top twenty. Yeah, it's yeah, in the thirty range for me. Yeah, because it's you. It, there is a point in the list if you're doing. This is what top fifty. Top fifty. There's a point in the list where you gotta appreciate what laid the foundation. Yeah. But again, in terms of just beat making, that's not super difficult. We'll keep going. Uh, None of them beats in the early and and words in Paris. Kanye, Jay Z. We gonna make it. Uh, I would not put that that high. We gonna make it at fifteen. Jada Kiss and Styles P. That feels just that's about a, right. That's a this. Uh, uh, yeah, this beat delicious. Wait, when his coke come in, they have to use the scales that they weigh the whales with. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> How you start off a verse like that? That's a lot of coke. <laughs> uh. I, I will say I, I will say this though, right? We have to we have to separate these songs that these great beats that are iconic because of what was said. Does that make any sense? Like I look at something like yeah, Edwards in Paris, beat, right? It's about beats versus the song, right? Like Edwards in Paris was why because it was so memorable. Like the ball so hard part. You then when the beat changes, you know, like people remember that stuff. This song. I mean, it's a it's a cool it's a cool beat, right? It's not that it's not unique. I think again, even on that Watch the Throne, there's better beats than oh yeah, than that song. way better. I Otis think no, was a better beat. No Church in the Wild, I think was a no better Church beat. in the Wild. Oh my, no, no Church in the Wild should be where that one is. Actually, <laughs> I don't I even think, think No Church it. in the Wild is on this list. Yeah, it's not on this list. Yeah, that's that's a travesty. All right, so we're gonna keep going. Throw some D's on it. No, it's number sixteen. Big Pimpin. 17. Big Pimp is up there for me. Nah, it's not a top 20. What? Wait. <laughs> it's not this show on the 9 out of top. Hey, what? No, it's not. Play the... Because it's not a... Tr- it's a flute, right? They picked the wrong horn. <laughs> it was a trumpet. It would have been Dave's nah, top five. Maybe this is not top 20. 
Wow, you bugging. That might be like a 30s for me. Um, 18, the choice is yours. Black sheep. Uh, put your hands where my eyes can see. Rounding up the top 20, I got five on it. I love that beat. That beat yeah, is great. pretty classic. I can see that, John. That might be 20. 20. That's, yeah. that's a, like right at Flavor in your ear. The Dipset Anthem. They Dip Reminisce. Set. No. Some Cut by Trillville. No. What is this? Can I play it real quick? Yes. I never heard this. Oh, I've heard this before. Yeah, no. Nah, this is where... Uh, this is what I was saying. They were trying to be inclusive. So you get some like Southern beats. Somebody just squeaking a chair. And the, remember the one boy did the dance to this, the Billy Bop or whatever it was called. Yeah, it's it's classic. This is like grinding to me almost. Classic, but not super amazing in terms of beat making. Uh, that's like the John when you press the uh, button when you first buy a piano and they got them pre-made beats. <laughs> it kind of feels like that. Like it's like yeah, simple. Fuck. Lucini. New York State of Mind, running. How is running twenty seven? Far, far side. Yes. Yeah, that. Play that. That drone is. That's that's that. Beat Isn't is, that is that Jay Dilla? Yeah. This beat is too um, yummy. It's too yummy. I can't be as different. Yeah. Fascinating. <laughs> it's not a marvel of science. Easy, <laughs> man. That was 27. 27, okay, keep going. Liquid Sores, Jizza. That's that's a top 30 for me. I'll put that up there. Dreams and Nightmares, Meek, 29. Shouldn't be on the list. Rounding out the top 30, Nuck a few buck. Mm. That might be that might be cool to keep there. I don't know if I keep it at 30. I'll probably bump it up a little higher, but it's definitely top 50. Yeah, it's a top 50. It's top 50. Ambitions of a Ambitions as a Rider, Tupac, Children's Story. Mass appeal no. at thirty. Children's story, no. Mass appeal at thirty-three. Yo, they disrespecting Primo on this. Like, how is this thirty-three? This is crazy. Um, he, he could easily have like three in the top ten. Oh, easily, yeah. Um, Mask off by Future, like I was telling Benny earlier. BMF blowing money fast. Rick Ross styles P. First DMX song is thirty six. The Rough Riders anthem. <laughs> we know how Benny feels about Swiss beats. <laughs> it's just average to me. But the this beat. <laughs> this is come on, man. This is this is crazy though. Yeah, this is iconic. <laughs> this is oh, iconic. Is tough beat. This is iconic, Benny. You gotta. Sub no. Is this top twenty? No, because I think this is what I was talking about earlier. Was that the lyrics make make it? The stop, drop, shut them down, open up, play, shop. Play like five more seconds for me. Go ahead. It's yeah, you might be you might be right. Actually. To me, it's DMX. I, mean, I don't think I'm gonna. It, no, no, the beat is yeah. Don't hold, he's on. holding his hands like yeah, this. So, uh, it's the an iconic drum. song. We need a reverse camera more, on Benny. That might be more song than beat. The beat is good. 
the the DMX makes it DMX makes it better. DMX puts it up there yeah. for me. In my because if you just played the beat without DMX's voice, yeah, you'll be yeah. like, it's good, but it's not yeah. iconic. He's made better beats. Yeah, he's made way way better beats. Okay, keep going. Electric relaxation. Where number we at? Thirty-seven is that electric relaxation? That should be way higher. Way higher. Whoa, at thirty-eight. Black Rob. Black Rob. Play, play that for like five. Y'all get ready to put y'all up on something. It like instantly hits. When you see something ill, you know what I mean? That shit is woke. Anything ill you see is woke. You get in the line. I might be just you two in the line. Okay. Especially if we got the fully equipped kid on it. It's woke. Again. I had this bad bitch in town. She was woke. I was about to say. I was about to say again. Woe is like so iconic. Everybody knows woe. That is like, is it the woe part that makes it tough? But like then when that bass hit. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's a great beat. Um, I'm be where it needs to be though. Like I'm about it. I'm about it. About it. True Master P. No. What is this? I don't remember this beat. Does not need to be on this list. Yeah. Yeah, no, not even in my top 50. Not even. Uh, coming in at forty, March Madness, another future, John. Now that beat is yeah crazy. Dress it up and make it real for me. Uh, dude, that beat drop is crazy. <laughs> I'm remembering it. This John. Whatever that fucking man. I might keep it up. I might. I might. That's at forty. That's at forty. It might be like lower, in my opinion. But I think it belong. It, it does belong in the top fifty. That is a great. I'm gonna beat. say this point and just walk away from this specific uh, point <laughs> from future. <laughs> no, it's just I do wonder if there needs to be almost a whole separate list for for that cuz i feel like i don't know is that even hip hop is the question that's trap that's kind of a, that's kind of trap. A, yeah that's kind of a crazy question if you think about it but i know they fall within the genre of hip hop and we could say trap is like a subgenre but when you comparing it to like mass appeal versus that that's like uh, a strip club yeah. song. I get it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it has. It is tough. It's tough for what it is. It has its place though. But I, feel it, like. I don't know if it's on a list of like iconic hip hop beats because, yeah, if you was to like grab an alien and be like, "Yo, this is what hip hop is. Let me play you these top fifty beats." <laughs> Why is your criteria you know, start ones at the alien like aliens? <laughs> <laughs> so this right here at number forty, this is a uh, March Madness. Now, could you just drop a little twerk that thing for me real quick? And then put it in the styrofoam. Why would it? And then put it in the blindfold. Why is Why is aliens on your list? All right, <laughs> uh, keep going. Um, my N word by Young G. No, YG GZ. This does not belong on the list. First of all, not even like a not even like a super great beat. 
It's just a, this is an appeasement to like the West Coast now. I can't. I don't even want to play it. I don't like it. Yeah, they're trying to snap along here. Juvenile, ha, <clears throat> great beat. Manny Fresh. Shout out to Manny Fresh. I gotta hear a little bit of it. That's you with that bad ass bitch. That's you that can't keep old heads because you keep fucking the friends out. You got to serve it. But this is a great Manny Fresh beat. And it's also great with the vocals. It makes it iconic. Because when the chorus comes in and you a paper chaser, you got your block. That's a great Yeah. Okay. All-time great hook. Mad City, Kendrick. Great beat. But that's what? What number? We 43. That's a great beat and might be where it needs to be. They know by Shorty Low. <sighs> that feels like it's... <gasps> it feels like No man, that kind of go that kind of go a little crazy. That can stay on. Yeah. That kind of, but go that's a one crazy. almost the opposite of what we've been saying. Yeah, like I don't care for the lyrics too. Nah, much. but that beat though. The beat is yeah, nice. That beat is tough. That can stay down for my ends at forty five. Snoop Dogg, C Murder, Magic. I don't remember this beat. Classic, but I don't know if it belongs to fifty. Them niggas. <laughs> oh yeah. This is the beat. The beat is classic. The beat. The beat is not the yard. Classic. Nah, every black listener just went. Right, they just repped they uh set. Nah, I bang with that, John. That's a stomp the yard. Cell therapy by Goody Mob. At number 46 Is that Predator in the background? <laughs> this feels like they tried to fit in A Dungeon Family beat Just what they are in hip hop Is Andre in this song? No. There's no Andre 3000 on this list? That little noise is going behind like, That's I said, it's the Predator See <laughs> Nah, not at all. Ninety-three to infinity. That's that's, that's way too low. Oh my god. 40, Forty-seven. That's nuts. That's actually crazy. Yeah. People might not know what this is though. People might not know what this is. Forty-seven. Yo, what's up? This is Tajay of the Mighty Souls of Mischief Crew. I'm chilling yeah. with Manifesto, my man. That's hey, nuts. What is going right on? Now, you know, we just maxing in the studio. We hailing from East Oakland, California. People, and, uh, start writing, start adding these songs down, to your list. Right now, you know, we gonna love you and how we just chill. Down the seven digits, call up Bridget. Her man's a midget. Plus, he got friends. Yo, I can These lyrics is gaga, but. You know what's frigid. I got him chilling in the cooler. Break out the ruler. Damn, that's the baddest song I ever seen. Who's this? The weather's heat in Cali getting weeded makes it feel like Who Maui. Produced this? Maui feel the good vibration. So many females, so much inspiration. I get inspired by the blood I'll you, you. Now that's that's a classic. That beat is beat. great. What are we doing? Forty eight paid in full. Rock him. Mm, that's like the message for me. Riding spinners at forty nine. Three six mafia low flip and to end it off. I don't like at fifty. Yeah, Little, uh, Chief Keef. 
That's more of an anthem than it is anything. I mean, when good when Kanye and Good Music got on that beat, they fried it. And Jada Kiss, remember Jada Kiss got on the beat too. Yeah, but the, I kind of agree with Benny. That's more. That might not be a I top don't fifty like. beat because there's there's beats that definitely should be there. There should be about five more primo beats. Yeah, two Kanye beats is making my stomach hurt. Like, what are we doing? Why is there only two Kanye? Why is there only one RZA beat on here? That was two RZA's. What was the other one? The song by Jizza. No, no, no. That's 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 Jizza made that beat. Oh, did he? Yeah, Jizza made that beat. Are we sure RZA didn't make that one? No, I guess it got credited to RZA. Did it get credited to him? Mm-hmm. It should have been more Timbo beats on here for sure. Unbelievable should be on there. Big. That's a premiere beat. Bro, I don't know what this list is. Kicking the door might be in my top 50. Yeah, there's like three or four Primo Johns that instantly make my top 50 off rip. That's crazy. Just off, just off GP alone. Is more money, more problems up there too for you? Might need to be. No. Oh, man. Two Kanye beats, two RZA beats. <laughs> like two or three DJ premieres at 40. <laughs> like, what's up? Who did he? Who did he? Who did he talk about that they didn't put? Is there on? better Dre beats than still Dre? <sighs> it's a good question. That might be Dre's cream of the crop, though, bro. That that piano in the beginning is too. Yeah, nigga, I'm still fucking with you. It's still water so iconic. Still Snoop Dogg and Dre. Nah, nah, nigga. And then yes, perfect act. Drums coming at the perfect time. Still doing that shit. Yeah, I'm still going. Show. Yeah. Check me out. Yeah, it ticks off every box as far as the beat goes. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool list. We could we could move on from this, but um, it's a it's a cool list. But I like I said, I think every list. I agree with you. Has like an angle, mm-hmm. and this one's angle was try and cover a lot of different flavors, genres, regions. Uh, I don't think it was meant to be a hip hop kind of purist thing, mm-hmm. and I don't think the angle was, which is for me, my angle. If I'm making a top fifty list, is about how intricate, complex, and like luscious is the beat itself. Mm-hmm. Like, could you tell the the producer and the engineers had to spend hours tweaking that beat just to get it just right? And it has all these little sounds and right. samples, and you're like, yo, how did they even make that noise? Versus something simple where it's like. A kick, snare, and a bass on some simple, one, yeah. Two, three, I think, four yeah. Stuff. For me, for me, I'm looking at it as um, one. Like, where does it stand? Does it stand the test of time for hip hop? Um, you know, it could be a simple beat, but some of the simplest beats go crazy. You know what I mean? Like grinding. That's why I'm not. I'm not mad that grinding's up there, cause like it's simple. Yeah, you like you said, you could do it at a lunchroom table, but it's it's iconic, and anybody could rap on that. Anybody could hop on that beat and fry it. It lives through the test of time. You can still play that now, and people will still know that beat. So to me, it's about, you know, can you withstand the test of time when it comes to hip-hop? Um, you, you made this point earlier. Freestyling, hit beats or whatever. Who can hop on that beat and and make a song to it? A lot of people can. A lot of artists wanted to, and a lot of people did freestyle to that beat and hopped on it. And two, I mean, it, it, it everybody's going to know the song. I feel like there was one... John, they definitely left off that list though, and that was Karma by Taylor Swift. That's Should true. Have been on there as a top fifty beat. Who produced that, John? Um, Gra Beats. <laughs> Gra Beats. 
Grabitz. Now, it was produced by Jack Antonoff, Taylor Swift, Soundwave, Keanu Beats, and Jahan. Keanu Sam- Beats. <laughs> Yo, Keanu Beats is hilarious. <laughs> and Jahan Sweet. Beat was pure dookie. <laughs> Song was pure dookie. That's where we are with our top where, five. Where we at with time, Dad? Top five. Uh, we good. We good. Yeah, we good. All right, good. Cause we talked about that for a minute, yeah. but that was a fun. That was a fun little breakdown of that list. Let me. Uh, we can hop right. We can hop right into the next topic. Uh, next topic, Dave. Something that uh, you know, me and Dave kind of talked about, and to the cruise control family, we wanted to sort sort of put something new out there and see see how we roll with it, see how we like. Shout but, out to Roz for, Shout out uh, For helping Oh yeah go ahead Dave you want to explain How we came about this Yeah so you know Thinking of ways That we can um, Continue to engage For everybody who's Commented on Instagram Or YouTube We really appreciate y'all um, That helps a ton To just get the the, the the weeks moving And get that interaction So we want to offer up Another chance to interact So what we're going to Start doing is um, We're going to try to pose Like a question of the week Right. Something that we can post on social and we want your interaction. So we want to hear what people have to say to this question. Right. So we do our top five every week. That's a staple of the cruise control pod where y'all weigh in on who, who won the top five and, you know, debate with us. But this question of the week, we actually want to hear what your thoughts are on this. So instead of just picking a winner between Dev and I, this is more about you. What do you think on this topic? Right. And hopefully for us, it's a thought provoking thing that the three of us can talk about kind of mull over whatever um so we'll do a question of the week every week we'll put a post up for it and then every week you give us your responses and when we come back next week we'll try to pick you know some of the best ones and give you the shout out talk about what they said Mm -hmm. and it helps extend that conversation even further so i think it's you know again shout out to raj she kind of brought the idea to the table um big shout out to raj and it's a great way to interact so we'll we'll do a question of the week this week and you know, try to keep that a thing that we do forward. So what's our question of the week this week? Dad? So Dave, Benny, I was watching a TV show, Netflix called love is blind. Probably a lot of people heard about it. A lot of people know about the show. It's definitely blind to you. You need a walking stick through love. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know this was that. My bad. Shout out to blinds. Blind fury. Um, blinds on the, on the window. So listen Shout out to all blinds I was watching Love is Blind <laughs> Watching Love is Blind My little sister I'm not a fan of the show But she was watching it So I picked up the show And started watching Gabuccino. it with her um, There was a couple on there mm-hmm. uh, The the guy was from Ghana And the girl was like Some white John From America <laughs> Some American <laughs> white John She listens to Taylor Swift Right um, So basically They you know the, the show goes you you pick your person you guys go on dates and then in two weeks you got to get married and then you have to decide whether you, you can do that right mm-hmm. so time is coming close for them to get married for them to say if they do want to go through it or if they don't mm-hmm. and the guy has a meeting or like a he meets up with his family now mm. his brother he has a brother a sister and then his mom is in Ghana still so the brother and the sister are like you know as long as you're happy we accept her. We love her. If she takes care of my brother, then, you know, we want her in our life. The mother, on the other hand, was against it mm. because of the culture. So the whole point was, could this white woman come in and possibly 
ruin what we built with this culture that we want this culture to continue to go on through our families no matter where we move where we go we want our culture to live on and our customs the food we make how we dress how we talk we want that to live on through our kids now is that going to get ruined because you're marrying some milk in the coffee yeah you putting some extra creamer into the coffee you feel me right so dave and betty the white devil dave and benny <laughs> <laughs> Equinster Watch, right? Isn't that what they called them in, in uh, <laughs> Ace Ventura? Uh, Dave and Benny, no, I posed no, a question. No. And to all the cruise control family, I posed this question too. Should culture matter when it comes to deciding? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good first question. On who you want to be with for the rest of your life. <sighs> um, I've always, I've always, I'll, I'll start the topic off. I've always thought about this just because, you know, we're Hispanic mm-hmm. and I. We're Latinx. We are Latinx. And I always thought that I always thought that it it shouldn't. I always thought that it's good to have culture in your life when it comes to cooking, when it comes to doing other things here or there, whether it's dancing or language, whatever the case may be. But I don't think you should not look at somebody just because they're not of that culture. You get what I'm saying? You should like ha- you shouldn't rule nobody out. Yeah, exactly. So like if if we're Hispanic and I you see like a white girl, Latinx. huh? We're Latin X and we're part of the Latin X men. <laughs> That's Professor Xavier. <laughs> if you you really wanted us to laugh at, thank you, Professor Xavier. <laughs> um, if I'm Hispanic and there's you know somebody who I'm attracted to that's of a different culture, uh-huh. that all of a sudden I'm like nah because she won't fit in. She can't uh, bachata. <laughs> she can't. She don't know how to cook with song So. Or she's going to ruin... You know what I mean? I just felt like that was always something that A, could be taught depending on if you're the partner that you're with mm-hmm. is willing to learn and willing to give give towards learning the culture. And two, it, I mean, I don't know. I, I just feel like it never really mattered. Like, you're, you're going to keep... At you as a person, Dave, you're going to keep what you want to keep in your kid's life. Mm-hmm. So that's more a testament on you rather than the person that you're dating, if that makes any sense. It's a responsibility for you to make sure your culture is taught Right to your child. Right. So that's where so, I stood. And, and, but it don't that responsibility don't fall on your partner. And what you're saying is, by getting with someone who's of a similar culture to you, it's almost like you're saying, "I only want to do fifty percent worth of work." Yeah. Teach them our culture. Exactly. That's a take. So I don't I, know if I agree. So I always so where I fall under this scope is I feel like culture. You you should keep it going in your family, but you shouldn't decide on who you want to be with based off of that. But that you or you shouldn't deny uh, dating somebody based off of they're not the same culture as you. I don't even know if you can say they shouldn't. I just think it's it's about um, what's your what's your take on it, though? What's your what's your thought process on this? Yeah, I just feel like there's I don't think you should discredit having a relatability to the person that you're dating or possibly going to especially if it's like talking about marriage. I don't think there's something I don't think there's nothing necessarily wrong with saying I want there to be a level of relatability because it is true that sometimes your lived experience can be way different based on your cultural background. So there might be a struggle to really relate. Can you learn somebody's culture and their norms over time? Sure. Mm. But you're counting on that love connection being really strong and really committed and also, you have to be willing to learn. And that learning means you got to sometimes unlearn stuff that has long been the way that your culture saw or did things. 
or mm. thought about the other cultures. So in the, in the example you gave, it's like, yeah, a, a black person's culture is just vastly different and their lived experience, their family history is way different than a white person. So those kind of cultural coming together situations, it's it can be tough. And sometimes there is just like, I relate to you more. Therefore, I feel more comfortable with you. And we're kind of we don't have to spend that time doing that learning of each other. So I, I just I don't want to discredit it and say that it's something you shouldn't do or discount to say that I want to I want to be with someone who understands my culture a little better. Because there's a lot of value in that. There's a lot of value in strengthening that or continuing the strength of it as opposed to trying to break away from it or break it down. Yeah, and I think that's what, in the example you gave, that's kind of what his mom was saying. Like, you know, our customs, our food, our language, our um, things we, we, we understand from our history, like those are all things that I want to see live on through your generation. You know, I don't want to see it diluted. And I think that's the, the fear. What do you think, Ben? Where are you, where are your mind at with this? So I think culture is important, but it doesn't always necessarily um, have to be tied with a certain ethnicity. So if there's certain cultural values that you have, like maybe coming from the same area, coming from the same type of upbringing, ethnicity doesn't really matter. It's, it's like... Um, wanting to share those certain type of values and perspectives from someone that's seen what you've seen and done certain things that you've done and lived certain ways that you lived. You know what I mean? But that's a, that's a tricky slippery slope though. Slope. Yeah. Because it sounds like what you're saying is it could be as much about, let's say your socioeconomic background. Y'all grew up in the same type of neighborhood, Mm -hmm. middle class, whatever. Like that could be, more how you relate rather than your ethnicity. But even if, if, if me, if me as a Latinx person and that person as a, I don't know, um, a Indian American person, we can both live in the same neighborhood, have access to the same money and resources, went to the same schools, but because they're American Indian versus me being Latinx, like that's two different lived experiences. So I might have experienced some prejudices or, things systematically that they don't experience or vice versa. You know what I mean? So ethnicity does kind of, it can matter. Yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't matter fully, but it, it doesn't have to be the whole thing. Like when you're picking your potential mate. Potential mate. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And do you feel like in the example that Dev gave, if you lead into a situation saying, I don't know if I could date them because their ethnicity is different. That's the wrong. You're kind of like hedging your bets a little bit. Yeah. That's a tape. Mm. There's a spaceship pulling in. <laughs> Somebody, Carl. Um, I get in the studio. <laughs> nah, man. I look. I always, I always wondered this because there's been. And can we go ahead? I'm sorry. Can we talk real for a second? Yeah. Like, can we get out of the intellectual bag and just say like? Does it scare you when you feel like somebody's culture can't cook good? That's a big one. I mean, I always thought that Let's it could talk be real. I, I always thought that it could be cool to kind of see like the mixing of two. You know what I mean? Like if a Spanish person got with like I don't know a person of another culture and the way that we cook is using the different spices from each culture or different foods that they have and kind of mixing the foods together, that could probably be tough. 
You feel me? Like just like a jerk chicken patelillo. Like you just said it right there. That crazy. Or like an oxtail patelillo or something, right? Like something insane. Like just blow your mind. Right. You feel me? So that's what I'm saying. Like a dumpling with some. You feel me? Some some sauce inside of it. A dumpling with some. Uh, you feel me? It's all chicken. A dumpling it's, with sauce. No, it's all chicken and beef. It's the same. It's the same animals. It's just the spices you put on it. So that's what I'm saying, like a dumpling, but like mixed with some Hispanic spices and the way you cook it is the way we cook it. But it's just the culturally is it's a different food to me. To a me, potato salad with raisins. Um, ugh. Mm. I never had egg that. Roll. <laughs> potato salad, Asian, <laughs> egg roll. Asian get together. <laughs> uh, raisin egg roll is hilarious. But no, I just feel like people, people that I know have been through this before. Like my like one of my good friends, he's getting ready to marry an, an Indian American woman, mm-hmm. and he they had to have the conversation about like, um, what are we wearing to the wedding? Are we having two different weddings, one American and one because the cult her culture is a lot different with right. their weddings? Um, do my groomsmen need Yo. to buy two different uh you know styles of clothing and stuff like that? You remember when we went to um that wedding and. In Maryland, and we saw that Indian wedding that was happening next door. It's a lot different. That joint was popping. It, it was popping though. That joint was definitely popping. The it was, food looked good. It was Mary Poppins. It and was. The, t- it was bumping in there. The party was. was it was live. It was fun. It was fun. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's different conversations that have to be had once it comes to that time. Yeah, there's a lot of different customs with the marriages and stuff. Like you know that. what I mean? So I don't know. I feel like it's religion cool. plays a role in this too. Like, Huge. part of your culture is the religious majority of that culture or the background that kind of influences all the customs and that could play a big role so some cultures it's like arranged marriages is a thing mm-hmm. you know what i mean so the fact that you went out and even picked somebody on your own for love you get socked like nah it's supposed to be arranged it's supposed to be chosen based on like lifestyle choices and the yeah. parents have a say and you know decision making is more of the big aspect of it um yeah, it, it can get real tricky. I just, my stance on this question of the week is I don't think it's necessarily bad to say I see value in somebody having a similar culture to mine. Now, what I do think is cool, there's even nuance in that. Like, you can find somebody who has similar cultural background, but it doesn't have to be the same. So, me being Puerto Rican, I don't have to go date another Puerto Rican, but I can date someone in the Latinx, you know, so you're saying like a Dominican or a arena, um, somebody who's Dominican, Guatemalan, <laughs> Honduran, uh, Ecuadorian, Ecuadorian. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Argentinian, Colombian, yeah, Colombian, <laughs> Colombian coffee. <weird. laughs> like I think that's cool. I get it. I just and then I think there's there's stronger ties between certain cultures than others. So I just you know what it was Latinx with a black person is different than la- than black and white. Yeah, or like. Asian and Indian might because there's similar. I think what it was, what it is for me is that we went vibes. To the high school. So me and David went to the same high school, just at different years. It was a very, it was culture in that high school. It was many different ethnicities in the high school. So it was like when you would talk to people, you would hear the same old story over and over again. Like, ah, my parents are not going to be happy with that. Oh, my mom is going to say no, or I got to, I got to figure it out because my dad won't accept this or whatever. And it, you, it, you're tired of hearing all the same old thing. And it's like people can't people feel like they can't be happy because their parents are going to come in and interject on how they feel 
it should look or how they feel it should roll. And I just feel like that shouldn't have an. Dad, sh- who denied you because of their culture? No, no, no. It's not. I'm t- I, I, I would have said it already. I would have said it already on the pod. When have I ever been afraid to say anything on the pod? But I feel like that's what's coming through right now. No, 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 it's no, no, no. giving... <laughs> I was denied to be with an Indian energy over here. No, 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 no. It's the giving wh- me... Your parents are going to make fun of me because I'm Jewish. <laughs> oh, yeah, the white John. <laughs> um, no, the one Indian John that I actually did like, her parents were actually the one cool parents that were like, you can date whoever you want. And she was just like, not him. They say gra 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 get out. I hate you. Dang, Dav. You just reject worthy. You just rejectable. Hey, man, I'm on the top 50. The rejectables, too. I'm on top 50. Starring <laughs> Devin <to> reject. <laughs> the rejectable. <laughs> Every one of us is rejectable. Um, nah, but question of the week. Uh, Cruise Control fam, go ahead and, and comment below. One, two, three. Bloody Mary. <laughs> comment below uh, on Instagram or Facebook, wherever you're listening, or YouTube, wherever you're looking at it at. Let us know how you feel about the question of the week. Like Dave said, comment. Let us know if you have any of your questions of your own. Just let us know how you feel about it, if you even have a thought about it, whatever the case may be. But Dave, this topic, is it's it's got me thinking, mm-hmm. you know, and you know usually this is a part of the show. Where we get into our top five. This topic's really got me thinking. I think this would be a great. Let's do a top five. Culture aside, let's throw culture and race aside. All that stuff, let's throw it to the left. What's the like top five things that you look for in a partner? Mm. Like I said, culture and all that aside, just five things. Gra, gra. Gra, gra, gra. Gra, 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 gra. Oh, that's tough. Gra, 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 I'm, that might be my top five things I look for right there. You just said it all. I mean, I, I really tried to let my heart out, bleed out on the page there with that freestyle. Bro, I can't even speak after that. You don't want to end it right there? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> might have to. That has been episode 82 <laughs> of Cruise Control. Follow us on Gra. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Follow us on YouTube at Cruise Control Gra. A <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Damn, go ahead, man. Top, um, so you, so, so. I won last week, right? Yeah. Top five traits that you look for in a significant other. Yeah. Ooh. That's a good jump. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, All right, Dev. I'll start this week. Okay. I was going to say, Dave is, you know what I mean? He is the one right now out of us. Us. Oh, actually, both of you guys. It's just me. Yeah. Lonely Island over here. All right, man. <laughs> um, coming in at number five for me in the top five traits that I look for in a significant other. I kind of tipped my hand at one last week. So I guess I'll start with that one. Okay. With my whole banana story, which apparently a lot of people found uh, very uh, intriguing and hilarious. Um, people just been walking up to me this week talking about some all these different banana jokes at the woodworks. <laughs> Texting me pictures of bananas and all that. Everybody was throwing bananas out the so, car at you. Um, What's your number five? Coming man? in at number five for me though is what I alluded to last week when I told my banana story, which is um, I definitely look for someone who has who values peace above all. So your number five is peace, value, peace. Yeah, somebody who's just peaceful. Peace. Uh, you know what I mean? Somebody who they really don't. They try to avoid drama okay. and arguing okay. and, and ridiculousness at all costs because to me, you know, there's already so much in life that's going to make your life challenging in the world with your job, with trying to make money, this, that, and the third. I don't need that in my relationship. Mm. I want somebody who's going to value peace. That's not to say that every moment is perfect because you are going to have those moments where you bump heads with a person. Yeah. But I want to see that you strive for, okay, let's get back to having a peaceful lifestyle. If we have an issue, let's work it out right. in a productive way, not in a just ridiculous, you know, throwing bananas kind of way. So that's my number five is peace. <laughs> Value peace. Peace. Come from banana boat over here. Good. <laughs> Coming in number five for me. Um, Being alive. Am I... <laughs> You gotta have a pulse if you want to talk to me. <laughs> if you breathe, come holler at me. <laughs> nah, coming number five for me. Traits that I look for in a in a partner. Um, to me, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying I'm not saying this specifically for me because I'm not this type of guy. But I think I I gravitate towards a person who is a little bit more generous. But mm. that's and ooh and ah! I'm not saying. Generosity, and, and I'm not saying towards me. Mm-hmm. So I'm a giving. I'm a, anybody who knows me. I'm a very giving person. I I tend to do it a little bit too much. I OD on the give blood. Get, no, like if we go out, like I'm buying drinks. I'm the I'm the guy that's I texted you guys today. If you guys wanted anything to to eat or whatever, I always text you before the pod if you want something. <laughs> Right, but when I'm looking for in a what I look for in a partner, I never is, accept is that same thing. Is like just be a person who's like ready to help, ready to give, ready to and let it. And I like when it's natural and it comes from the heart. I don't like to be to tell people like, oh, we should help out or we should go do something. Mm-hmm. I like if that person is very like, I'm gonna, I want to do this. Like, or if they beat me to the punch and they're like, you saw, you know, let's help out here, let's go do something over here. Mm-hmm. I just think being generous shows your heart. I think that it shows. Where your values stand, you know what I mean? That you never are thinking about yourself. You're always thinking about the well-beings of others. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a biggie for me. So that's why it's definitely got to go up in there in my top five. But being a generous uh, 
person can go a long way with me. Mm. That's my number five. Peace. All right. I like that one. Coming in at number four. This is a feel-good top five right here, Peace, man. Peace, God. I, and I'm really curious to see what people, how people vote for this top five. Who's going to relate to which five, list of five more? And then if y'all have anything that y'all want to say, you know, as far as uh, traits that you value, um, again, on our Instagram, <laughs> on our YouTube page, let us know. <laughs> Coming in at number four for me, Dev, I definitely value somebody who's observant. Okay. Somebody who is observant, okay. who takes in the world, okay. who catches things. You know, there's no better feeling than having a partner who you could look at and without even saying words, y'all know what what you know what I was just looking at. Yeah, you like laugh at it. Yeah, like we like peep yeah. the same thing at the same time. So I know yeah. you're on it, you're perceptive. Those moments always feel good. Um I'm a people watcher. I love just going I'll sit out and just observe the scene, see what people are doing, how they I've I've followed people's mannerisms and stuff. Um I just pick up on a lot of those things. So if I have a partner who's similar, who values that, again, you don't need to be exactly like me, but I think having a spirit of being observant definitely makes me feel like, okay, we can connect on that level. So that's my number four is being observant. Mm. If you observe it, I like you. (laughs) I like you a lot. That's sexy to me. Number four for me. Look at that observation on her. They just start rubbing themselves to an observing person. She got that big old observation on her. Look at that big old thing. Each time somebody observe, his socks get higher. (laughs) Coming at number four for me. Um, I need... I I love... I need a girl to ride, ride, ride. I love a person who's more open to things. I love the openness about a person. That being said, I, I want a person who's ready to go. Like, yo, you want to just you trying to go to New York today? <laughs> you trying to take this trip? Trying to wear matching blood plugs? You trying to make blood <laughs> blood plugs? <laughs> yo, you trying to wear matching butt plugs? Blood plugs. <laughs> a person who is who is just ready to have fun, like ready to like just open to anything, open to adventure, to possibilities, to just things that are going to happen. Life can get very stagnant at points. We all got the same routine, going to work, coming home, you know, taking care of whatever's at the house, doing your little activity, whether that be the gym, eating dinner, going to sleep, repeat the next day. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's always good that when you do have that time and somebody has an idea or wants to do something, you're open to it. Mm -hmm. Step out of your comfort zone a little bit. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, it's 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 always fun to just be ready for what's what's next. So I feel like having that openness about you is hot. <laughs> it's very sexy. Mm. You feel me? In yeah. This, in this Every hot. time you see somebody who's like that, your Jordans get higher. When you are wearing high socks, though, I feel like mine's making that was sense. a garbage joke. My fault, Dave. All right, coming in at number three for me <laughs> in the top five traits. Grudges. Coming in at number three for me in the top five traits that I would look for in a partner. Um, I would definitely say number three for me is somebody who is family oriented. I had a, I have a feeling that might be somewhere on your list, too. That's there. So, I, you know, we might have some overlap here, but um, definitely somebody who values family. It don't have to be that they got a deep big family like ours because we got a like ours our matey <laughs> they don't need to have Vampire. a big family like ours 
um, <laughs> they just need to value family. Like you could come from not a strong family background, but if you value being around family, then that means you're going to do well with me because I have a family that's very close knit, that's warm and inviting. So if you just bang with being around family, that family spirit, you know, trying to build a family ourselves, like all those things matter to me. Mm. Um, if somebody was like closed off, secluded, didn't want to be around others, wanted to kind of, yeah, just keep me away from all that. Um, wasn't open to learning about my family and how important it is to me. I think that would be, that's just a boner killer right there. <laughs> you know I mean, this is boner? not top five things that give you a boner. <laughs> this is um, top five traits. <laughs> so, family oriented. Boing. That's number three. You talk to your mom. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's what you say. That's you so got a family. Boing. <laughs> I'm like I'm like steel right now. <laughs> I'm the man of steel. <laughs> Listen, no nah, family. Yeah, I I I don't want to cross our uh, our list. You but, get me? But family oriented is very. Yeah. Is it's high up That's there? What you going at number three? No, 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 not at number three. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, coming in number three for me. And it kind of goes hand in hand with, I guess you could say it goes hand in hand with number four, but um, somebody who's supportive, somebody who doesn't crush what you want to do. If you have a dream or an idea, it's more supportive. And even if they might not agree with it, they still find ways to help you out or to boost you. I'm that type of guy. I I don't need much to if you're passionate about it, I'm going to support you the whole way. Whether that's giving you critiques on like if it sounds good or if it doesn't sound good, <laughs> I said it wrong again. Critiques, croutons. Yeah, I be kicking it behind. Yo. Say it correctly, huh? Say it correctly for me. So Cri- I- critique, crick, critique, crit, critique, Cri- critique. I say critique like croutons. Okay, critique. <laughs> Benny over there looking at you dumb. Like critique is you dumb boy. <laughs> um. I feel like I'd be like I feel like being supportive can be positive and it's also something that you can say it might it wasn't that good but still be supportive of it still be helpful with it. Mm-hmm. I'm that same type of guy so I would love that in return. Not not really somebody who's like no nah, you shouldn't be doing that or no nah. like we do comedy here on the podcast we meet every week and if you don't have somebody who's very supportive of that or very outgoing and be like no nah, I feel like you should go you should do this and try to help out you have that in yourself you literally just said Roz helped out with a topic that we're trying to put on here. Like mm-hmm. you have a person in your life who's supportive of your what you want to do with this and all that. Yeah, I feel like support, especially when it comes to you know your dreams and aspirations. That's a big thing for me. So yeah. coming in at number three for me, I need a. I would love a person who is supportive. Mm, this is deep, man. I feel like right now you're talking to somebody in that camera or on the the, the headphones. And they're like, man, I, I check every box for Dev. I feel like I would e- never critique him. Every time I say something, <laughs> I'm not talking to somebody specifically. I'm not bringing up something from my past to the lady. I'm just talking in general. <laughs> What's your number two, Jimi Hendrix? Coming in at number two for me. Um, in the top five traits that I look for in a partner, um, I would definitely say is somebody who is. Um, curious and when i say curious it's like you you want to get more knowledge as you move on through life you want to learn new things you mm. want to you know mm. have new facts in your repertoire and your um 
you know, in the back of your mind that you just know. I just like somebody who's genuinely curious about things. And that could be really tangible. Like, I'm a person who mm. it's like if you learn something new on how to do something in the house or how to organize something, that's great. If you learn how to take on a new hobby or a new, you know, passion area, kind of like what you was just talking about. I think that's dope. It's like you're always thirsting for knowledge. You want to learn more. You want to know more. Mm. And you have a curiosity. Like, I'm the type of person, if I see, you know, something like written on a label or something, I'm like, and I don't know what it is, I'll look it up. I'll go look it up. What is? What does that mean? What is this? What's the origin of this? You know what I'm saying? What's the etymology? I'll look up the etymology of words. You understand? Um, and, you know, I want somebody like that and who, who won't critique me for that. For being curious So that's my number two Is curiosity Because listen Curiosity killed the cat But it was love That brought it back (laughs) You get in the line It might be just you two In the line I thought that was The DJ yell (laughs) But that was the TJ yell That's crazy You be looking at the back Of food labels And be like I didn't say food why did I picture Dave looking at the back of a can of spaghetti or something like, yo, what does glue, glucose mean? <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> what does glucose mean? <laughs> I'm very curious. Yo, Dave, <laughs> what does glucose mean? <laughs> I'm to sock you, bro. Coming in number two for me. Um, I think this goes without question. Delta. <laughs> Have a topo. You gotta have a wagon. Coming number two for me. Um, I mean, if you guys watch this show, you should already know. Mm, you have love to love dogs. You have you have to be funny, funny humor, comedy. <sighs> yes, Dave. Don't sit here and be like you good with a a John that doesn't make you laugh, that doesn't have have a sense of humor, that doesn't know how to take a joke but also give a joke. You can't say that's not attractive. That's very funny. I've met people. Who literally? I, we we are joking people in this house. You're one of the funniest people I know. I joke around all the time. If you had a partner who was like, "That's not funny. I don't like that," or like, didn't find the humor in things, that would ruin it completely. That's, that's like, true. That's fair. That's like, fair. and comedy is so big in in our lives mm-hmm. with you know with our family. We're, we're this is a comedy pocket. Whatever. Like. It's it's I think it's too much of a point in our lives mm-hmm. that like I couldn't bring around a person who's not ready for that. Our families like that. Every family event is funny, joking about each other, doing stupid stuff. If you're just sitting there miserable or mad that the music's a little too loud or somebody's laugh is annoying or you're not ready to have fun and just open up and be be just be funny and be have that comedy to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. It'll kill it right away, right away for me. And a lot of people look at funny and, and that comedy aspect and be like, nah, man, I'm not. But it's the truth because until you sit there and somebody's miserable mm-hmm. or mad because you're joking around or having fun or you're doing something and they don't like it. And every time they come around your family, they're miserable because they don't have that sense of humor to them. Mm-hmm. It'll ruin your day every day. That's why I think a, a, a woman who's funny or who at least could take a joke and has that sense, that humor side of her is Huge for me personally. Huge, 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 huge. <laughs> Peter is down. That's my number two for me. Sense of humor, gotta have one. I can see that. I can see that. I just the reason I made that noise is because I feel like I understand what the concept of what you're saying, but I think in practice, I don't know if you're gonna find somebody whose sense of humor matches yours because yours is so unique. 
You know what I mean? Like, so you gotta. I'm just saying, as a as your brother, I think you gotta think about what that sense of humor looks like on another person. Well, I think that because it, your sense of humor for some people can be seen as like just totally up here, and theirs is more like round round here. So there's gonna be things that maybe annoy them that don't to you is like this is how I am. I get it. I get it. I feel like that's what everybody, and that's why I put um, openness on my top five as well because. If my sense of humor is up there, I'm pretty sure there's other stuff for you that's up here that mine's is down here. But if I'm open to right. learning that and learning it about you, so it to me it all it all falls in the same spot. But that's my number two humor. Um, right. We got number one. Do we want to do want to throw it? Yeah, to let's it? let Benny check in, man. Benny, we you know we know you are um, just a beacon of love, a connoisseur of and a connoisseur of <laughs> cooch. <laughs> Um, you just you know so much about love like <laughs> I remember going to you back in the day and saying yo teach me about love <laughs> teach, teach me how teach to love the football um, right do you have a, a, a top trait that you look for in a partner that number, you want to share with the world right now number one Benny this is the top like yeah, you you already said it though uh, for me it takes, a, it takes a lot <laughs> dick it takes nerves. a lot for me to um, watch my dick <laughs> I gotta go with dick nurse. I watched last week's episode. That was so funny. Because Benny said that so, like, earnestly. Ah, I think I'm gonna pick dick nurse as the next Sixers coach. I was like, what? My bad. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So we, you said we already said it for your number one. Yeah, yeah. What is it? What so is it? It's, it's uh, the sense of humor for me, man. Sense of humor. Because mm. you gotta be able to make me laugh, and we gotta be able to joke around and, and have fun and bring that. Especially if it's a lifetime partner, you got to be able to bring that that youth out of me. That's gonna keep me going. Say say something to Benny about it. <laughs> no, I mean, but I, with you, it's curious. It's interesting because do you consider yourself having a good sense of humor? Uh, it depends. Uh, not really. But mm. so but you yeah. feel like that's actually like a counterbalance. Yeah, because I don't see myself as like a hilarious person. But if you mm. can make me laugh, then like it takes a lot for me to really, you know what I mean? Yeah, but. That's and that warms them up. Yeah, if laughter. Make Benny laugh. Laughter is the best. Laughter? The best medicine, they say. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he say like On this? Mary. As a knee slapper, I love it. Sense of humor, I, number one for Benny Day. Wow. Yeah, I gotta go with that. Now two are the humor brothers. Yeah. Cool. I, I wish he was my brother. <laughs> Doesn't feel the same way. <laughs> Coming in at number one for me mm-hmm. on the list of my top five traits that I look for in somebody. I say this all the time. People who know me, they've probably heard this word a thousand times, and that is balance. Like physical? Yes. Can you hold your balance on a tight <laughs> rope? <laughs> Dave only date trapeze artists. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Balance, like just, <laughs> just a balanced um, personality. Somebody who can be crazy all over the place, act a fool, ha- act silly, but then also have serious moments. Mm. Somebody who has moments of impulsiveness where they want to just grab, get in the car, go spend some money at a mall and buy all the types of stuff. And then at other times be super frugal and like want to save money. I really like balance because I think it's how life should be lived. 
So that's why it's my number one because I feel like balance. if somebody is balanced, then that means they're open. It's kind of like your openness thing, but a different take on it is you're open to all different ways to approach life from an yeah. action standpoint. So your actions are not just one way or the other, because I think if somebody was just one way and how they approach certain things, if they were not balanced in aspects of their life, that could feel very constraining. Like, why are you always frugal? You always trying to save money. Mm. You don't ever just want to break down and just buy this super expensive thing for you just because you want it. I thought you was going to say break dance. <laughs> you don't ever want to break dance. <laughs> like, what's up with you? You saving all this money, just dance. <laughs> just break dance. Stop being so frugal and break dance. Um, she just start hitting a flare for David. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I think balance is a great trait to have and it's yeah. definitely the one that I seek the most. Like, do I feel like I could get different sides of you in different respects and fit in you know I'm I think that could carry me a long way with a person I'm glad you explained it because at first when you said I'm like what do you mean balance but it's true I think it's I think we everybody seeks that I feel like I feel like everybody seeks that balance in a partner mm-hmm. like Benny just said it earlier like he feels like he's not that funny or he feels like he's not that humorous so he kind of seeks that balance of somebody who is a little bit more humorous to kind of balance, because do you right. do you feel like that balances you out as well? Like a person who's that way, also you see that, and you're like, I kind of want to be that way, or it kind of makes me feel that way. Or do you feel like you are really? A I think parts artist? of my life is, <laughs> I feel like parts of my life are that. Yeah, where that person might be more into something than I am, so in a way they counterbalance me. But then I also think, bird's eye view, I like to seek balance in my life, so I like to have a balanced approach to the way that I see the world. Mm. So another person having that is in a way a balance of itself. It's like two balanced people <laughs> just balancing. You know what I mean? Oh, all one foot. Yeah. You got the left foot, I got the right foot together. We two footed. That's true. I like it. <laughs> this guy. That's my number one. Alright. Coming in at number one for me on my top five traits that I seek in a partner. Um, I I was bad. I was very bad at this. And that's why I say it's my number one because I had to learn how to get better with it. Sex. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) Communication is my number one. (laughs) Email. Yeah. Text message. Carrier pigeon email. Fax call. Fax (laughs) me. Whatever. The owl from Harry Potter. Yo, baby. He got eyes for you, dude. You just made him laugh. Uh, He said, carrier pigeon, his eyes turn into hearts. He said, I was thinking thinking that. Carrier pigeon. (laughs) (laughs) He killed them with that. He's in love. Coming in the number one is communication because this is something that I suffered. I didn't, I wasn't, in my first relationship, I didn't communicate too much. Mm. So when something was brought up, Instead of saying like, yeah, that hurt me or yeah, that I didn't like that. I kind of, in order to avoid anger, I kind of was like, I'm no, we good. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, and you didn't communicate. Yeah, I didn't communicate well. And that was my fault. And and I feel like I've learned from that. And I feel like I've gotten better with communication. What's mm. um, <laughs> funny? Go ahead. Let me hear the joke. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm acknowledging that you didn't communicate. Oh, uh, is it because I said it wrong? No. I'm not critiquing anything you're saying. <laughs> Dave. 
can't get through my top five, man. My bad, my bad, my bad. This fat linguistic. No, no, this is I'm, I'm like intrigued by this. <laughs> Every time you shake your leg, your belly moves. Stop. Um, <laughs> it's like he's bouncing his belly on his leg. <laughs> like it's a baby. Skippity bump. Don't, don't, don't. Come on, go. Um, my bad. <laughs> and now your nipples moving too. It's like his chest and his nipples and mouth. And he's just talking. <laughs> Listen, effective communication, just because um, you leave somebody in the dark with not knowing what's going on. And if you do want to make this person your partner, they have to know what's going on and you have to trust them with giving them this information. You have to make sure you 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 let them know what's bugging you and why is it bugging you? Because without that, I mean, it's it'll ruin everything. Somebody will keep doing the same things they're doing and it's going to just keep hurting you until it builds up and builds up and then. It's over. Mm. So I feel like at the end of the day, just talking it out the way you would do with like a family member or the way you would do with somebody who you don't want to you don't want to spare them anything. You want to let them know how you feel because it's all comes from love. That's how you should do it in a relationship. And if you don't have that and it's equal too, it's not just me opening up and letting you know how I feel. It's also her telling me how she feels and what what I could be doing better and what I can help her out with to get to that point. So if you don't have effective communication and you guys aren't balancing each other out, I just feel like it ruins everything, man. And that's why it's my number one. Mm. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, episode 82 of the Cruise Control. As you already know, follow us on our on our Instagram. How <laughs> you said it? <laughs> Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at Uncle Dev Foo. At Dave Cruz 267 or follow the Cruise Control fan page on Instagram at Cruise underscore Control Pod. If you don't have an Instagram, follow us on Facebook, Dev Cruz, Dave Cruz, or the Cruise Control Pod on Facebook. If you don't have either of those, hey, we're on YouTube. Follow us on YouTube at Cruise Control Pod. Like and subscribe to the page if you're watching on YouTube. Tell your friends about us. Thank you guys for listening in. We love you guys. Every make every episode worth it, man. Dave. I think it's Dave's turn for the song to end the song. Dave, you got the last song to end it off with. What you got for us today, man? What's what's been what's been on your mind, man? Let me hear. Taking us out with the uh, Tyler the Creator version of Bound Two. Tyler the Creator version of Bound Two. This was an unreleased Tyler the Creator beat that he created for uh, Bound Two. Kanye didn't go with this beat. Which I think was a mistake. Tyler the Creator, low key. Oh. He, he's he, with the production. He got some. He got some good, good production.
Gracias. Gracias.